Welcome to my channel. My name is Taylor Schneider and I am Awaken Medium. On this channel, I hope to inspire, I hope to create, and I hope to become just as all of you who are tuning in. May everybody find great belief within themselves as they become all that they were born to be. And may I hold this platform for everybody who is ready to show up and make a change. Welcome and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. Today I'm sitting with the darling diva, Karen Fawcett. How are you, my friend? I'm pretty groovy. Thanks, Taylor. Thanks for being here. Oh. I'm so excited to see you, be with you. Oh, this girl, she's funny, you guys. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm very excited to be here and I was thrilled to be asked. So yeah, I was it's, like, let's talk to me. So it's well, you know, they got, they're going to listen to two Capricorns today. So oh, and I, I think down. pretty funny. Like, I think we are too. Like dry humor, but good humor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think yours is a little bit juicier than mine. Well, I feel like I'm dry as a popcorn fart. <laughs> I, I, I lean more towards the kernel myself, but that's okay. <laughs> I said to Karen, you know, I'd offer you a coffee, but uh, in my office right now, I've got a, a a coffee machine not even unpacked. I've got a mini fridge not even plugged in. I do have Splenda though. <laughs> sure. We'll mix that right on up. Right? A yeah. little sweetener? Yeah, it's good. I need that sometimes. So when did we meet? When did we meet? Quite a few years ago. Yeah, it was. Um, private would session would have been. Private session first, right? probably would have been 2015. Okay. Maybe 2014, 2015. Yeah. So there. quite a few years. Yeah. 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 And it all like you are, I guess you got to share a little bit about yourself. You are a, a freaking phenomenal singer. Oh, for sure. Voice yeah. of an angel. <laughs> Um, well, thank you. I, yeah, I am a singer. I have sang like pretty much all my life. Yeah. And I ended up in Lloyd, uh, the first time because I had a, a secretary job and there was, um, you know, when you get in one of those jobs and you know, you shouldn't be in it anymore and, yeah. <laughs> and you're on the phone with your boss, your ex -boss. when the job's expired and you're still yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So um, I ended up, I taught at the conservatory at Lakeland for four years. And then I okay. had the opportunity um, when I was there to study with a lady in Montreal. Cool. Who was amazing. And so I studied opera down there mm -hmm. for four and a half years. And then when I... So did you sing opera before you studied it? I, I sang, yeah. Okay. Just so pieces it, of it. Okay. Right? Yeah. But when I was down there, I had the opportunity to do like be in an opera and do a little touring around with it. Yeah. And uh, one of the, one of the highlights of that was that um, the character that I played was Berta and in the Barber of Seville and I made her into a drunk. And so in my costume, I would have a little flask. Yeah. But what the stage director didn't know, the baritone who also sang with me knew because he was in on it, but uh, I had a flask in my, that kept in my bra. And so in between, in between times on stage and during the intermission, he and I would, you know, drink. And so, <laughs> um, my, my solo was in the second act. And it, one time I came off stage and my stage director said, Karen, 
really let loose on that. That was the best performance you've ever seen. I'm like, thank you, maple whiskey. So uh, anyway, so I, I did that when I was. So that's the trick, eh? Keep a flask oh, yeah. in the bra. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's good. Okay. It's good. Fills out the bra. Got and it. Also, you know, enhances the performance. <laughs> so yeah, but when I came back um, after that, there was a shortage of singing teachers mm. here in Lloyd. And I, I was originally thinking I'd go to Edmonton. Yeah. But. But you ended up at Lloyd Minster. But I ended up back in Lloyd Spinster. And <laughs> um, but all the all the singing teachers were either pregnant or having babies. And uh-huh. so people already knew who I was here. So I thought it's just I don't have to start right over when I come back to Lloyd. Yes. So that's why I'm here. Your ground was already established. Yes. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I mean, voices. taking you everywhere in your life but what have you found like like where are you wanting to categorize yourself now with with voice and and helping and empowering people what I what I really found especially with uh taking the mediumship course what what got me the first part I mean I'd always wanted to kind of be able to because I thought this mediumship was just something you were born with. Right. We haven't talked about mediumship. We're going oh, everywhere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talk about mediumship. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. so anyway, so I've always been interested in that. Like it's something that yeah. I loved having readings. I loved. Did you always, were you that type of person to always go for a reading somewhere no. or? Okay. No, I wasn't. Okay. I had a good friend, uh, Glynis Hughes in Vermilion. Yeah. And so I would go to her for Reiki. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, but I knew after I'd seen her, I felt amazing. Mm-hmm. And then she got into angel Reiki, what she called it. Yeah. It was, and I would get messages through that. And that was it. Like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And so, um, and then I met you. Yeah. And then I thought, well, hey, like you knew you were offering these courses. I'm like, I, I could do that. Yeah. You know? Totally. So um, anyway, in the course of taking courses with you, the one thing that really resonated with me was the, was the grounding technique that we always did in meditation. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the same thing that I'm supposed to be doing in singing. Yeah. Um, because my, my teacher, when I was in Montreal, she would tell me, you know, it's one thing to warm up the voice, Yeah. but you also have to warm up your soul. Right. And so that made a lot of sense to me. Yeah. And so, you know, I would go to my lesson and I'd be listening to, you know, ACDC and Zeppelin and, you know, anything heavy that I could think of, that, which did help. Round into it, baby. Well, yeah, it was, <laughs> I mean, that was what made me feel good that, you know. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, then when I took the course, it came to me one day, I'm like, hey, this is like, um, and part, let me back up a little bit. Part of the thing that really made me feel good um. I'd been asked to do a course in, um, or a workshop, I guess, in cameras, working with a women's choir. Yeah. And so part of the deal was I would go in and warm up the choir and then the ladies that were in it could come and have a 10 minute session with me. Right. So it was really cool because it was a community thing and the ladies who were in it were just there for whatever reason they were there for. Right. And so within those 10 minutes, I think I had six ladies and I just felt they were telling me their life story yeah, and telling me why they wanted to sing. And, you know, by the end of it, they're like, Karen, like, I feel like I've released so much. Yeah. It helped me so much. And for, for me, it just felt like all of a sudden there was an, an ignition of yeah. some sort. A light bulb turned on. Yeah. And I, I really felt, I was like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, I love performing. That's my, my yeah. baby. Um, because there's nothing like being on stage and, uh, just giving her. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But the other thing I really enjoyed was, was making, not making people feel better, but empowering. Yes. Helping them yeah. to realize that, yeah, you have a voice Yeah, and you can sing, yeah. you know, use it. Yes. So that I was mean, exciting. That's like, oh, like that's so powerful, Karen, because like our whole life as, as women, especially we've been muted. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? And yeah. so to have somebody like you, not only to sing, but to, for you to help us find that voice, know that it matters and yeah. it should be heard. Yeah. You know, like I think of my own voice, my biggest problem is I can't get it out. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Like, you know, when you're singing and then it just cuts out, like, I don't think yours does. <laughs> Some people wish it would, I'm sure. Like, <laughs> but you know, like when you, yeah. it's just like, it, there's nothing coming out, but I think yeah. it's just like, you're all dried up, you know, like yeah, you haven't used your voice in so long. Yeah. Well, and I, it's funny because my, I had one teacher in university and uh, we were talking and she's like, you know, all our life we've been divorced. We get told yeah. we're too loud or, you know, Muted. be quiet or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, oh. I always used to get told that as a little kid, like, Karen, don't, don't cry so loud. Karen, yeah. Don't, don't be so loud. Yeah. It's a loud kid. Like, yeah. and, uh, so anyway, I, I told my mom that I said, mom, I think I've been divorced. And she's like, Oh God, did I do that to you? I'm like, well, no, not really. I was just loud. <laughs> right. But, but I, and then on the same factor, like when I think about it, I don't know if I ever had my voice, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so yeah, like, a, like that's a big thing. Yeah. Finding your voice or reestablishing it. Yeah. If it's went away. Yeah. And I mean, just in terms of singing, I've had so many people come to me that were taught by nuns. Like, I don't know where all these nuns came from, but anyway, they apparently <laughs> taught a lot. And they said, in my, my teacher, the nun in grade three told me to stand in the back row and mouth the words. And so they never sang again. And right? I think how sad. Right. Because like, that's nice. That's a nice teacher. Honestly, they need to kick in the ass because yes. you should never do that to a little kid. No, no. You know, yeah. and I, I can remember and probably everybody else can too. You know, you'd be in music class and the boys would be droning on in the back, but at least they were singing. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's just a free way of expression, right? Like, well, it is. And I've, I've worked with, and especially adults, I've worked yeah. with um, adult women and like the difference in them between when they start and when they leave, like just the, the amount of confidence, the way and they I, carry themselves. Yeah. Right? And I know for myself, that's been a huge factor Yeah, because, you know, for different reasons, I mean, I, I wasn't always the most confident person in the world. I always had that appearance, I think, Yeah, um, because I carried myself well and, but you were a performer. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, you have that persona, right? Yeah. And then you get up there and everything's groovy, but to see people start to start to learn to sing, start to understand how to produce that sound, how to, you know, let it out yeah. and free themselves. Yeah. And then all of a sudden then they're singing and they said, Karen, I never thought I could do that. Right. You know, I'm like, God gave you a voice. If you have a voice, you can sing. Yeah. Wow. So. Well, because yeah, it's an internal, it's an internal transformation, right? So then you see it externally. Yeah. And it's very much, 
it's that I think that's why it's so scary for people is because your voice is like they say the eyes are the window to the soul. Yeah. Your voice is too. Yeah. You know, and if someone comes up to you and says, I don't like your voice, well, you might as well cut me open and let me bleed out because that's what it does to you. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so your your voice is just as personal as anything else. And it's it's something we all want to protect. We don't want to be told that it's, you know, not wrong, but that it's bad or yeah. whatever. Yeah. It doesn't sound nice. Who cares. Right. Just sing. Yeah. That's what I think. Very true. Your mm-hmm. voice is your own unique print, yeah, right? Exactly. And it doesn't really matter if they don't think it sounds good. It's different. Yeah. Well, and what the hell do they need most <laughs> of the time? So who's they anyway? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so now like you're going, you're, you're going to lead groups, right? Like what's that yeah. going to look like? I, I did offer uh, a course back. I can't remember if it was during COVID or whatever. I guess it was. Yeah, I think so. Because it was online. Yeah. Um, called Finding Your Voice. Yeah. And so really what that is, is anyone who, you know, it's any medium that you use your voice in. It could be speaking. It could be singing. It could be, um, I don't know, what else you use your voice for. Maybe auctioneering. Yeah. Be a way to eat, man. Well, you never know. I'm always into that. You like the cowboys. Well, yeah. Wranglers are <laughs> I good. I was going to say, um, you must like the wranglers. Yeah. Okay. We could have a whole different topic about that. Um, but yeah, so, and basically what it is, it's, we go through, we go through grounding and we do that meditation. Um, I especially like the one where we, the giant meditation, Mm -hmm. that's my favorite one. Expand your energy. Yeah. Um, so, but it's, it's a lot of grounding and a lot of work in bringing the voice out of the body. Yeah. Um, while being grounded, I guess, and just allowing yourself the freedom and the permission to do it. Yeah. So, I mean, we work on a little bit of singing and if people want to do that, we pick a song and, and by the end of the course, if you feel like you would like to perform it, that is perfect. Yeah. Even if you want to do one line out of it, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. But the, the goal is to have people, um, just more confident with their, their voice with their, with their voice yeah yes and stand up and be heard yeah you know kind of thing yeah and you're right it's not just about singing speaking right like yeah. well it's not and how many people are terrified of speaking in public yeah you know i yeah. used to be terrified to get up on stage cripes i would just fall right it's that oh, feeling in your belly oh, oh. yeah and Puke. i had this i had this muscle <laughs> in the side of my mouth you that twitch. would go it would pull down. I looked like Jean Chrétien. Yeah. I was 10. I was having a stroke. On stage. And uh, I remember that. I, I think it was the first time I was in music festival. And uh, a friend of mine came up to me. She was older than I was. And she said, okay, no, don't be nervous. Up to that point, it had never occurred to me be to be nervous. nervous. Yeah. But she, she said, planted no, that. don't be nervous. And then I thought, oh, God should be nervous so I was <laughs> and then she said you know the adjudicator's just going to tell you ways to get better and blah 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 said, Shit. you didn't even think of <laughs> no so I got up there and then I was trying not to cry the whole time and then my my lip did this started to quiver yeah my knees started <laughs> shaking out. and my my <laughs> lip kept dragging itself down and I remember I sat down on the pew in the first row and I just bawled I just sobbed and I was so sad like I was like oh and it's just emotions and yeah. nerves. And anyway, long story short, the adjudicator gave me first place. Wow. And I thought, 
she just gave me first place because she felt sorry for me. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that's how my career started. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I didn't expect you to say you got first place. Oh, I didn't that's expect pretty first great. place. I was like, because the other girls. Oh, just because I thought like with the lip quivering, it wouldn't have come oh. out as good. There was an F in the song. She liked the uniqueness of it. Yes, yes. I was like, oh, God. But anyway, yeah, it was an Anima Scurry piece that I had listened to, and I thought I knew it well, and then it comes out like that. So, Oh, and there's the beginning of the career. Yeah, and then I bawled for the next eight years, I think, anytime I had to sing. I, it was just nerves. And then one day I was in university, and I was like, that's it. I am sick of this. I've had it. Yeah. And I just let her rip. Yeah. And my teacher said, what the hell happened to you? Yeah. You know, it's like so, you let you out. Yeah. Yeah. But it took me till I was 21 years old. Yeah. To figure that out. Right. Yeah. And then by the time I was 27, well, nobody could really stop me. So. But like you were dealing with the conditioning that came from the childhood, right? Of like, be quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're too and, loud. Yeah. And, and feeling it takes time to. Yeah. I go, maybe actually sitting in that cage isn't really working for me. Right. right. And feeling like, you know, if you're not trying to hold yourself back all the time, maybe you could move forward. Right. You know, and not a concept. Yeah. It's amazing. Actually. I think it's like with anything, but like, do you find like, I guess you watch these women transform or even mm -hmm. your, your own, do you find that you become more confident in all aspects of your life? You know, like, um, like women's sexuality is a big one. Like, mm -hmm. like, you know, you, you, you keep yourself in a, in a bit of a cage, maybe, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're hidden. You're not, you don't know, maybe even with your partner, how to, whatever, what, you know, what partner Taylor? Uh, well, <laughs> Shit, I'm, I'm, beating around this bush. I'm just saying sometimes <laughs> as a woman, we're not that expressive with sex right. or right. we don't know how to let ourselves out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I feel like. I don't know why I'm comparing sex to your voice, but I, I don't know, like thanks. finding your voice and becoming more confident in who you are would let you out in these other right. things too. I mean, have you ever, has anyone said my sex life's gotten a lot better since I've been in this program? <laughs> Maybe you need to start doing a survey. Okay. <laughs> well, I know my sex life has not improved, but <laughs> oh, I gotta, fuck, I'm not though. sure what I brought up. <laughs> I got to tell you this story though. Um, and it, it's very funny because this happened to me like three times. Um, and you know, we're friends here, so we can talk about this, but anyway, so I go to the doctor and I go for, you know, your yearly physical or whatever. Yeah, great time. And so, oh yeah, it's fun. And uh, <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm naked and the doctor's, you know, doing what he does. And so all of a sudden, they oh, say, you have a male doctor. Oh yeah. Oh, goody. Oh, doesn't bother me anymore. It used to, I don't <laughs> give a shit now, but anyway, um, the first, the first one is like, so you teach singing lessons, eh? and I'm like, uh, yeah. He's like, you know, I've always wanted to take singing lessons. Do you think it really like right now? Yeah, like <laughs> under the sheet. It just happened to me like two or three times, and so I'm like, like right now. So I've decided, you know, that seeing me naked, um, makes men want to sing. So wow, yeah. Huh. I guess that's one way to get more men in the choir. Wow, wow. There you go. You figured it out. Oh god. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, it that has always made me laugh. It's just like what what is wrong with but, you? But anyway. You know what? 
there is like just women in general and what the conditioning we've all been through we're just not expressive like we've we've lost I think we've lost touch of ourselves right Mm -hmm. due to the character we think we need to play or becoming the mom or the wife or the performer or whatever right we're all trying to fit this character and I feel like we just forget who we are and and that expressive creative outlet yeah like or goes away or diminishes what I what I have found myself it's always that feeling of not being good enough I can't do it yet because I'm not good enough yeah, I can't. always right and then I have to perfect perfect, perfect yeah perfect, and perfect, for perfect. who yeah. You know, cause I listen, I listen a lot to Willie's Roadhouse. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. It's either that or, you know, forensic files. So, yeah. um, but I'm listening to these singers from years ago and I'm thinking like half of them are flat Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, they got a record contract right? and they're singing and you know, most of them are dead now, but it's the same thing right now. I'm like, these people, they're not they didn't sit around and wait for themselves to get no. perfect. No. So why the they hell just am I? started? Yeah. Yeah. So what is, cause you never, have you made a record before? I, I did one as a surprise for my family. It was called uh, Karen Fawcett honks her horns. Yeah. And I was, I had a horned, my horned helmet on and I was sitting on a Harley. Yeah. It was fun. Well, that's where a darling diva comes from. Isn't it? Your horned helmet. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing helmet. I would like it to. It is the best I, five I bucks they I could ever spent. <laughs> Yeah. I wish viewers could see the helmet right now. Yeah. I wish you would have wore it. Oh, well, I didn't. I left home too late. I couldn't pick it up. <laughs> Wait, bye. But yeah, I, I bought it at Mrs. Tiggy Winkles in Ottawa one time just as a lark. It was on sale for five bucks. And I was like, hey, because everybody thinks of the opera singers that yes. you know, the big woman with the horns. So I was like, well, I need this. And so I have used it in quite a few shows and quite a few other times I've worn it. Yeah. You're hilarious. I love it. I love it. Wow, Karen. Yeah. But that's where Darling Diva was established. Actually, what happened with the Darling Diva was a friend of mine and I, Rhonda Sylvester out of uh, Stetler, she and I are so good friends. And we sang with the same teacher when we were kids. And then we sang with the same teacher as as adults. And uh, so we decided we were going to do a show together. And I forget how the, we were talking about something about the divas. And Rhonda says, no, we're not the, I forget what name I suggested. She's like, no, we're not that. We're the darling divas. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I love it. So that we were the darling divas. Yeah. And then I did some solo shows on my own, just called myself the darling diva. Yeah. So that's, so it's, you know, that's where it, okay. That's, that's how it, it started. Yeah. But she and I are actually going to do another show together and we're going to call it the darling divas right again. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be an, in February, not necessarily a Valentine's show because of how I feel about Valentine's Day, but um, in that month, in that month, yeah, cool, yeah. And then I have my own Christmas show coming up in December. Yeah, because you you put on quite a performance. Oh, it is, it is quite a performance. It's actually it's going to be at uh, the Rosenheim Church again. Oh, okay. In, by Provost. Yeah. Which one is that? The Christmas. Yeah. Okay. December 6th. And what's the February? Where is it going to be? I'm hoping it's going to be uh, Stellar yeah. for sure. Uh, Lloydminster. Yeah. You can swing it. And I'm hoping Camrose. Good. Well, y- you better swing it in Lloyd so I can. Oh, come. yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe you can just come along as a roadie because I always need help getting dressed. Oh, yes. Those yeah. beautiful dresses. 
fun. Literally. It's all about the dress, really. Sequins, right? You're like a sequin. Oh, or yeah. What is it? Sequins, satin, velvet. Yeah, beauty. You know, whatever. Whatever fits, I wear it. Cool. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to your shows. Your shows are awesome. I mean, I've I've watched them just like on YouTube and stuff, mm. but like a live one, that would get me. That would be good. That'd be fun. Yeah. Maybe by then I could have improved my voice lessons. That's right. So I you could... could maybe sing back up. Yeah. <laughs> no, but maybe. <laughs> Depends you how good know. the teacher is. Well, yeah, well, there you go. So you never know. Like I I am going to sign up for your voice class for sure like using myself as an example Mm -hmm. like I podcast I do meditations I speak all the time yeah why not learn how to use my voice in a in a you know more empowering way for myself even right you know we were at the campfire this this summer and drinking a lot of beer and um beer helps yeah and uh, a friend pulled out a guitar and and everybody told me that I should be the singer because mm-hmm. the friend didn't know the lyric or well, I don't fuck I'm not sure how I ended up yeah. being the singer but I do know because I was the only one in that group who would but sing yeah yeah not that I'm good but it I doesn't just have to have be. the personality that I would do it's- it right yeah and so my husband, after we're done singing about 20 songs, you know, me leading the pack, everybody mm-hmm. was singing by then because once you hear somebody who's not good at singing, it's like everybody <laughs> starts to sing. They're like, oh, fuck, nobody's <laughs> here to judge. Taylor's singing. Do, do it. it. Yeah. Right? Just, yeah. And, just uh, and so my husband whispers to me at the end, you know, I'm a much better singer than you. <laughs> well, then you should have led the group because I think it's more about confidence than sure actually is. having to be a good singer. It is. Confidence right? has. Because you know what? He might have been a good singer, mm-hmm. but nobody fucking heard him the whole time. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and it's it's like showing up after shutting the barn gate after the cows get out. Right? Yeah. It's too late, man. Yeah. If you're going to show us, show us then. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a confidence thing for sure. Yeah. And for me. That was the one thing I could feel confident in, especially when I came back from Montreal. I could yep. trust. That was what I found. I could trust what came out of my mouth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Any other time I, it's just whatever comes okay, up. But comes you up. are minorly a comedian as well as a, a speaker. Like, can you tell, can you tell the people this? Like you're funny, like you're so Sometimes. funny. Yeah. And so your shows are humorous and singing. Like you, right. you add humor wherever you go. Well, you know, and the, I was telling this to my dad when I was thinking about coming home from Montreal. I, the thing was in the classical music realm, what I found, so yeah. maybe not everybody's experienced, but I found it was so you'd go to auditions serious? and it was, it was serious. It felt to me like I can't relax in that kind of thing. Yeah. I have to make it funny. And I remember I did a, a recital at McGill university and so in the pattern in between the songs, I would explain what the songs were about, but you have to relate them to what you know. Yeah. And so I was always relating them to my farming experience or my lack of love life. And yeah. that is what I know. Like I'm a freaking expert in that, right? Maybe yeah. not the farming, but the lack of love life. And um, everybody's like, oh my God, like I enjoyed that so much. And I thought, this is what I want to do. I, I can't stand this dry you know, it's serious and it's competitive and it's, to yeah. me, that felt ugly. Yeah. And I just wanted my own show and I wanted to bring it back to the people back home because I thought everybody can appreciate this, right? but you're not, 
I appreciate it if it's got humor in it. I don't appreciate it if it's dry as a stick, yeah. you know? So, for sure. so that's Anything, why I right? did what I did. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So you, you've made it your own, you've stamped it with your own personality and yeah. your own creative outlook. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so your shows are so much more than just singing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And they're more fun for me. Like why the hell would I do it if I didn't enjoy it? Right. Right. You so do it for it, you and, and they benefit. <laughs> Yeah, if they buy the tickets and benefits. Well, that's right. So it's all good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because uh, love life is still something you're oh, attracting yeah. into your life. Oh, have yeah. you changed the story and and not putting down your love life anymore? Kind of trying to attract it a little bit better. Well, a little bit. Okay, a little bit. Um, I had a an example. I I saw this one gentleman that I thought was, you know very handsome yeah. and uh that was lovely and anyway usually my first thought is oh they'd never be attracted to me because I like my size and blah 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 and then I you know actually I walked away from that encounter and I thought huh, probably should get to know me because I'm fucking awesome right yeah but that's about the only time I've ever felt that yeah otherwise um I was always just happy with what came along mm. but then that was it wasn't working for me Taylor <laughs> not what came all. along wasn't yeah. really that good yeah so yeah it was that was a bad <laughs> way to do things <laughs> but you know and I think that you and I have always kind of talked about that it's yeah. like you you gotta you gotta show up differently you gotta change the story love life for you was always something that you talked about in maybe a jokingly manner yeah. or in a lower you know and now you're kind of changing the plot like wait yeah. I have to show up in that aspect of my life, like how I show up when I'm going to perform. Right. In that high vibration, I fucking rock. Right. 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 So, yeah. So are you feeling that shift start, starting to happen? Or are we like, like are we, are we opening that door right now? Like, have we fucking unlocked something right here in this conversation? Well, I think it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm feel feeling, like feeling a little unlocked there, Taylor. Right? <laughs> I know, but seriously, it's, it is something that I realized that has to shift if that's what I want. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I think it's like anybody else. So sometimes you feel really confident and you think, yeah, I could do this. And then other times it just scares the Jesus out of me. Right. You know, um, and I'm not sure what it is I'm scared of. I think it's that feeling of being vulnerable. Yeah. It's okay to be vulnerable with you. Yeah. And, you know, my girls. Yeah. But it's, it's a little bit scary yet. Yeah. For me, but I, I guess I'm, I feel like that's a part of your, your voice. You maybe haven't even unlocked yet. You know how we're, we're constantly evolving, right? Yeah. So we're constantly growing. And, and so even in voice, right? Like mm-hmm. as you grow and evolve and go through your life experiences, your voice. Well, yeah. Grows it, with you. It could. And that's, that's a frightening thing too, because, because that's vulnerability. Just, that's yeah. not only seeing you for you, but, but seeing you even more as you, right? Right. And then like, when we get to the core of me, like, look out. I really look forward to that performance. (laughs) Right? Yeah. But it's kind of like you got to unleash the dragon on the inside, right? Like, I don't know. I've been experiencing that in my, in my life lately, just catching myself where I'm holding myself back. Right. Yeah. We are our worst enemies in that way. I mean, we, Nobody, I mean, a few people will tell us we're not good enough, but not a lot of people, right? Like no. we are the only ones really holding ourselves back. Yeah. 
and we continue to fucking play that same story so yeah. that we continue to hold ourselves back yeah it was it was interesting and i've done some some work with a, another friend of mine who did uh, body talk and um you know i was reading this article in i think it was classical singer magazine just this week and it was talking about how we as as artists or as performers or whatever um have to develop a thick skin because somebody's always finding fault with what we do yeah and i thought you know what isn't that just such bullshit yeah right and i think that's what being conditioned in that world yeah from the time like you're little like you don't go to singing lessons to get told what you're doing right right you get told what you're doing wrong yeah um at all times and i have always i have always tried with my students very hard not to do that yeah because i i know what that feels like i right i know how hard that is to get out from underneath yeah and so <laughs> i would when i would perform in montreal i would I would think, okay, I know how I felt I did, but I'll find out tomorrow when I go for my lesson how I really did. Right. You know? Right. And I'm like, this Shouldn't is feel that ridiculous. Way. Like, right? yeah, nobody's perfect. Like nobody, we don't need anybody more to criticize ourselves. Like we, we are yeah. good enough at that. Yeah. Like we are. And I would, I would think that by the time you get, you know, to be my age, which is 29, that you would, <laughs> um, you could do your own thing. Yeah. Like, damn it. I'm tired of listening to somebody else tell me how to do something. Yeah. I really am. Yeah. And when people tell me how to do things, like my back goes up. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone here, but I don't like being told what to do. Yeah. You know, especially not now. So do you think that's your resistance right now in this chapter of your life is you are your, you are the creator of all that, all the success you're going to find. And there you're maybe a little afraid of it. Are you a little afraid of the success you could have? Um, perhaps yeah. I'm, and I think it's maybe more, I don't know what that's going to look like. I yeah. like to, cause you're yeah, Capricorns. <laughs> we like to control things Can a little see bit. The whole picture. Yes. <laughs> I'd like to know where point A is and where point B is. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's a bigger one for me is just, I'm, I'm too scared to start sometimes because I don't know what comes next yeah. and I don't know how it's going to end Yeah. instead of just allowing myself to let it happen but that's the thing we don't understand the whole staircase from the bottom of the stairs we right. just have to keep taking those steps to meet the right people have the yeah. right connections establish the right things you know grow ourselves like you you're not going to find it until you're there right right and that's that's the thing i'm always wondering how am i going to get there how am i yeah. gonna do, how is this going to look how so the how is that? is literally keeping you stagnant yeah. from yeah. just doing it and allowing it to unfold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, when you are a creative person like yourself or even myself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just creative in a different way, not, not through performance. <laughs> Form two, though. Right. Be. I guess it's a performance, <laughs> right? Sure. But uh, like the pressures we put on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's big. I mean, it can. Yeah. And for what? It can make you really stuck. It can. Right. Yeah. It's like. The less you think about it, the better you'll do. I think. Yeah. And right? to me, that has always been how singing works. Yeah. Um, I say it's like golf. Yeah. The less I thought about golf, the better I did when I started thinking, oh, my hand has to be here and yeah. my knees have to be bent. And, you know, I have to have this kind of beer. I I didn't golf as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If when I just saw, thought, ah, screw it and just hit the ball. Yeah. And get in the, get in the cart. 
I was good. Right? When you just happy Gilmore'd it, it was a good yes. one. Yes. Yes. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't have very many good ones, but once in a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I liked golf there for a little while, but then my boobs got in the way, so I quit. But... <laughs> then you started to think about it. I, I, as soon as you started to think about it, everything went downhill. Yeah. 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 So I, I think that's maybe the, the key for us. We're, we're coming down to thinking about it too much mm-hmm. is literally keeping us stalled because like you said why you've listened to other people you've heard other voices you know you can be you know as big as you want to be yeah but you're holding yourself back yeah because you're thinking about it too long right right so you got to get freaking recording yes taylor my friend that is something that i need to be doing and it's something i want to do i actually and i've discussed it with um my friend michelle who plays for me um, ad nauseum probably, but I really want to, I do want to record and I, I want to record with my dad yeah. because that's something that not everybody gets to do is to sing with their dad, Yeah, you know, and he loves to sing too. So yeah, that's what I want to do. So I'm just like, okay, just do it. Then, right. You know? Yeah. Cause you could literally just do it. You yeah. just have to pull the trigger there. Right. Okay. So we've got a few things on the to-do list. Yes. I, right? I wasn't expecting that today there, Taylor, <laughs> but thank you very much. But, you know, it's like, I think when you're so gifted and you're just wondering how it can, how you can perfect it, you're, you're not using your gift in the right way. Right. Because yeah. people just want to hear, right. want to hear from you. They right. want to hear what you have to say. They don't want you to be perfect. Yeah. Thank God. Right. right? Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than when I see somebody in my life that looks like they have it all together. Mm-hmm. instantly okay we're not in the same category I instantly remove myself yeah. from that energy you that's know? me too yeah. and then so if I don't feel like I'm understood by that person I'm probably not really going to have a connection with them right so it's like right. the best thing you can do is show up so messy and so much like yourself <laughs> and then they're like oh fuck instantly I belong here yeah okay yeah right yeah they're just they're another person that walking with me you know yeah exactly right I feel like I'm seeing like a vision you at Vic Juba but like you know you have a you have an evening or event and I I really think it's women I think it's Mm -hmm. empowering women and I think you're you know you're you're funny and you're you're getting us all involved and you're um singing but then I also think it's almost like a workshop involved too where Mm -hmm. you're like getting everybody to do these practices and pulling out their voice. And before you know it, the whole fucking room's transformed. Well, that cool. How I, cool would that be? Well, it would be cool. I I've like, had... I feel like you have a performance hidden inside of you, mm-hmm. but you're not looking for it inside of you. You're looking for it outside. Yeah, that's, you know? that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you should have the Karen show. Like, well, and hello. because I... Oprah. I, I guess that's that is me. I'm sitting there going, yeah, but what could I possibly talk about, or what could I possibly have to offer these people that they would think was that would be really great? But I feel like we talk about this in in our level three. Yeah, we don't realize our superpower because it comes so naturally to us. Right. So the most beautiful parts of yourself, you think everybody else has. Right. Because you you don't recognize it as anything different. Sure. Than ordinary yeah but yeah. your ordinary is fucking extraordinary right you know that's a good one yeah i think that's a tattoo somewhere on your ass cheek 
perhaps. <laughs> I'd give the, the doctor something to talk about. You know, like, why not stand up on stage and teach us all this? You know, empower us all. Bring all of our voices out. Why does it have to be a small little group or a small little choir or like show up on the big stages, Karen? Help us all, you know, help. You'd help yourself, but you'd help us all. Right. Right. Yeah. Isn't that and amazing that you could literally transform yourself in helping transform other people? That's true. And right now. And be paid for it and make a career out of it and right. become famous from it. Hello. <laughs> It's the making money, getting paid for it, which is a good thing. Uh, yeah, but even as I'm sitting here, I'm going, holy shit, shit, I could do that, you know? Are you having light bulb moments? Um, should, we, should we grab out some sticky notes? <laughs> Says the Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> flashes of fear. Um, I'm sweating. Yes, yes. It's not you cool. know, I always do this to you. I know you do. Yeah, you poke all those buttons, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. In the elevator. Mm -hmm. All of them. All of them. Yeah. I was actually doing your, your meditations on the way here. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> up in the vibrations. Yeah, I was. That's exactly what I did. I did the uh, opening your, the grounding and opening your heart one, mm -hmm. which I always have liked that one. And then I was, I was probably doing this while I was driving, but so I was scrolling through them and I'm like, oh, the vibration one. Yeah. So I put that one on and felt high as a friggin' kite by the time I right? got here. Right? Yeah. But literally, why not teach that to the collective in your own cool, funny, humorous way? Like, well, as soon as I figure out how to do that, I'll do it. Like, it all, at the end of the day, confidence, happiness, fulfillment, all boils down to self-love. Right. If you don't have that. Yes. You're lacking. Yeah. And I, I think for me, that so was... really, all you have to do is help everybody fall in love with themselves. That's it. Right. Okay. That's not a huge task. Uh, I should be done that by three o'clock. Yeah. So we're good. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. I, and I think that's really true. And when you, when you say that, um, cause anxiety has been a problem for me mm -hmm. in the past. <laughs> and is that for every human? Oh, I, think, I think okay. so. I think so. Um, and I know in back in January, I was feeling a bit of that and, uh, anxiety, I say energy in motion, right? So when yeah. you have anxiety, it's because you've crippled yourself and you're now sitting in the energy that needs right. to be in motion. Right. right? So okay. in January, were you not being very creative? Were you sitting there feeling funked, funked up? Oh yeah. 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 Right. So yes. the energy wasn't in motion. It no. was sitting there crippling. No, I just okay. had food poisoning. I wasn't feeling good at all. Diarrhea. Well, no, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, and it was, it was like, it's that horrible feeling before you get out of bed in the morning where you just go, it's here. Yeah. It's here. And so I was like, that's it. I, so I just grabbed my notebook and I started writing at four in the morning to mm -hmm. get rid of this feeling. Cause I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And what I found when I, when I got through the writing, the biggest thing was lack of self-love. Mm -hmm. That was the root of all this. And I'm like, oh, and then I felt much better. Mm -hmm. So trying to be, you know, a little kinder to myself, trying to cut myself a little more slack. It's a good thing. Yeah. And I think I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect at it by any means, Nobody but, is. but uh, there's more days that I'm cutting myself some slack and being kinder to myself than I used to. Yeah. So 
but literally like that's what everybody needs to kind of find the baseline which i think is is mm -hmm. self-love and mm -hmm. if we can slowly establish that i mean it doesn't happen overnight either because yeah. we have to let go of those old beliefs or right. patterns or right you know but it it comes yeah i see that shift in you over the years i've known well, you I, I, I see that shift so i, I can tell you've unlocked it because yeah. it's the change is, is starting to become a little bit more apparent yeah it's cool and i actually i i felt that through um by the end of of level three yeah i was like you know, and I, I know there's stuff that I'm doing now that I, I wouldn't have done three years ago, yeah, four years ago. And, um, just the way I look at some things and, and realize like, that's not my problem. I don't need to deal with that. Yeah. It's not, I don't need to take it on. Yeah. You know? And so for me, that's self-love too, because you're not sitting there, right. you know, whipping yourself all the time because you can't solve anybody else's problems. No. Only your own, and fuck who wants to look at those. <laughs> Not a lot of people, including myself. <laughs> but that's really the key: is 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 working on that self love and establishing it, and recognizing all the places where you're not giving yourself that. Mm -hmm. And there's, I think, and it doesn't come from anybody but you. That's right. That's a big one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think most relationships don't work out, not because they couldn't have. It's because the people in the relationship failed, right? Like the yeah. people, they didn't, we forget that we have to continue to grow and love ourselves. And, and we can't find that from the external source. Like you gotta, you gotta be your own yeah. resource. Exactly. Right. And we, and at least I, I think can say this, that I'm always looking for it in somebody else. Yeah. Right. You think that this person. But would... that's what we were taught. Like yeah. fuck Prince Charming. Yeah. Save you from the castle. Walt Disney. And you'll really live a happily ever yeah. after. Yeah, Walt Disney really screwed me up for life. <laughs> but really, what the what kind of storyline is that? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, and that's I guess that was the other thing that really pissed me off in opera is because I was you were singing these songs about these this one in um Il Trovatore. Um this woman is uh <laughs> These women, these women were not farm girls. Like, yeah. They couldn't have fixed anything in their world life. But anyway, she she's singing this song and she's talking to her her maid about, oh, you know, this man, he comes and sings to me underneath my windowsill and so wonderful and talks to me about the stars and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. You know, I, I can't, I can't split. I'm like, you know, I want to say get some balls lady <laughs> but I you know those kind of characters just really irked my chicken I just yeah. couldn't understand like I'm like come on because you're not one of those characters no. no I'm like stand on your own two feet for god's sakes you know but do you think because of that belief system within you is that's why you haven't been able to find that that partner because you've you've seen that you know in those relationships how they mm -hmm. kind of bow down or yeah. you know I, I think so maybe that's what's kept you away from because you haven't realized it can be your own storyline right you know? and you I guess create your own plot yeah screw yeah I the, could screw the opera singers and the freaking prince charming and just make your own yeah. story well that's I you know I told my brothers the other day I said well look if I ever get married 
he's going to have to help us do calves or he's not coming. <laughs> right. I'm like, you got to keep up, buddy. You yeah. got to keep up. So farm girl in you. Yeah. I demand nothing less. <laughs> no, that's good stuff, Karen. It's, oh, it's thanks, really Taylor. good stuff. Where can people find you? Facebook? Uh, Facebook. I am on Facebook. Yeah. I am on Instagram, but I don't go on there very often. Uh-huh. But I am the Darling Diva mm-hmm. on Facebook. I have a website as well, which I need to update. So don't go there until I talk to Tess Wack. Um, Tess, I need to give you a call. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, the www.thedarlingdiva.ca. Okay. I'm also on there and I have so, a few clips of me modeling. So if you want to hear that, I'm there. So good. Yeah. And uh, when so- are those uh, programs? October? How long are they? Uh, the first program will be start the finding your voice will yeah. be starting in October. There's six weeks. Yeah. Six weeks. And then with the possibility of continuation after Christmas. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Well, people, anybody listening, highly recommend this oh. lady. She is fantastic. And you know what? I think the best ones are the ones that show up and go, you know what? I'm not perfect either. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Like you make people feel heard, seen, and understood, Karen. There is a special we I have always seen you as an angel. Like I I just think you're just this angel. I really do. Thanks. Yeah. I might need to polish the halo a little bit, but well, you know, an angel doesn't mean, you know, innocence. Oh, good. (laughs) But you just are. Like if people seeing you right now, you just glow and you're just you're 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 not a you're not a normal human. That's good because I've been told that for years. Right? <laughs> You're not normal. Yeah. It's good but to not be you. normal. Yeah, it is. Welcome to the club. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm glad to be in your company. <laughs> well, there you have it, y'all. The darling diva, Karen Fawcett. Thank you for joining us today. Thank Take you. Care. All the best. Thank you for tuning in to Awakening Within with myself, Taylor Schneider. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you are interested in working with me at a deeper soul level, visit my website, awakenmedium.com and see if there's a course or possibly one of my subscriptions that feels called to you. My subscriptions are community-based, helping you grow and become in all ways possible, as well as guiding you through deep levels of meditation, 